slacks bifurcated lower body garments made from textiles, fabric or leather or trousers they are pretty great but where did they come from? and how long have we been wearing these beautiful things to cover our wobbly packets and enticing lady gardens? well quite a while the first time their trousers became known to western civilization and let's face it, that's all that really matters, is during the Greco-Persian Wars. The Scythians were a horse-riding nomadic tribe from the Eurasian steppe, an ancestor of the great Mongols. They fought for the Persians and wore trousers into battle as they rode on horseback. Presumably, Greek soldiers were stunned as they gazed on this new marvel, as their own little packets hiding under their tunics got gently nudged by a soft breeze. For a long time after, the Greeks and Romans considered the trouser to be the clothing of the barbarians, and I imagined them loudly proclaiming this with one leg up on a piece of furniture, with a single solitary inquisitive bollock popping out the bottom of a robe. The Romans were the ones who really kept trousers out of the common use for a long time. The aqueduct building ponces that they were. It was not until the Roman Empire began to fall that people began to be able to cover their scrotums in whatever manner they saw fit. After the insane man screaming. And now, more pants through history. Pants have featured prominently throughout history. Joan of Arc was an early proponent of the pants for two reasons. The practical reasons of riding horse back into battle, but also via an elaborate hook and eye system, she was able to attach them to a tunic, thereby creating a fairly impenetrable setup that prevented her from being groped by soldiers. Her appropriation of the traditional male garment, however, drew the ire of religious leaders and was one of the contributing factors to her eventual execution at the stake. She died for her pants. One of history's greatest trouser fans was Tsar Peter the Great. In 1701, he passed a law requiring all Russians to wear trousers. The only people who were accepted from this rule were clergymen and farmers. Presumably, you can only harvest with a lot of room in the testicle area. In revolutionary France, the working class made sure they wore normal trousers 
to differentiate themselves from the toffs, who favoured silk breeches, which they called colottes. In 1851, Elizabeth Smith Miller created a set of so-called Turkish trousers. A friend called Amelia Bloomer took a shine to the style of pant, and they soon became known as Bloomers. After Amelia Bloomer, I'm going to presume... In 1873, Levi Strauss introduced jeans to the world in the form of big denim overalls. There were always workwear. And it wasn't until the 1950s when they started to be seen as a piece of cool attire to stick your legs into. Yes. Right from the beginning, they were seen as the attire of the rebel, something that slightly naughty people wear. I don't really know why I'm talking like Kobayashi from The Usual Suspects. 1920, and T.S. Eliot's feisty hero, J. Alfred Prufrock, declares, I shall wear the bottoms of my trousers rolled setting the preppy style standard for decades to come. Marlene Dietrich and Greta Garbo became known for their love of pants. Dietrich notably wore a tuxedo to the premiere of The Sign of the Cross in 1932, while Garbo favoured Givenchy suits. Wonder Center starlet Kay Francis told the press... Let the others go mannish. I'm staying with feminine. And that, everyone, explains why there are no style blogs devoted to Kay Francis. Stars like Catherine Hepburn and Lauren Bacall followed their predecessor's lead, popularizing high-waisted trousers. As reported in the book Catherine Hepburn, Rebel Chick... The star would later tell Calvin Klein, I realized long ago that skirts are hopeless. Anytime I hear a man say he prefers a woman in a skirt, I say, try wearing one. Try a skirt. When, in a 1981 interview, Barbara Walters pressed her on the question, Hepburn admitted she owned one skirt. I'll wear it to your funeral, she told Walters. Sick fucking burn. Munich-based fashion designer Sonja de Lennart designed the first pair of Capri pants, which soon became popular among vacationing stars like Audrey Hepburn and Anita Ekberg. Yes. Illinois Congresswoman Charlotte Reed became the first woman to wear trousers in Congress. Bell-bottoms they were. She told the Washington Post, Gerald Ford told me he thought it was great and I should do it more often. 
Diane Keaton's affinity for menswear style dressing, down to baggy trousers, inspired her title character's wardrobe in Annie Hall. I don't feel comfortable in a skirt, the the star once told people. Magazine. In the 1980s, MC Hammer pioneered the brightly coloured, ankle-cinched, drop-crotch modification of harem pants that would eventually bear his name. Even with all his money problems, he'll always still have that. Some pants named after him. And Run DMC pioneered Adidas track pants as a style statement, paving the single-striped road for Missy Elliott, Gwen Stefani and Madonna. Loose-fitting, riotously printed Zubaz pants, originally intended to be worn for weightlifting, quickly became popular outside the gym under the tagline, Dare to be Different. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air often wore them. I'm sick of talking about pants at this time. 